Hello, and welcome to Creative Storytelling. Uh, what an exciting adventure. This is episode one of many, I hope, that's looking at the whole idea of the power of storytelling and what stories can do. It's funny, isn't it, how uh, those sort of coincidences of life, I just decided on the, the title of this podcast of Creative Storytelling, and I happened to be watching the Graham Norton show that week. And on it was Stephen Fry, who is of himself a fantastic storyteller. And he's been looking at the whole idea of the ancient stories of the Greeks. And one of the things that he said, and it struck me straight away, was that at the moment, as a society, we've lost that whole idea of the hearth. The idea of a fire that we sit around, telling each other stories, talking about our lives and talking about the explanations of things that have happened to us and all the observations we've made about being human. And I suppose one of the purposes of this podcast is to become a hearth for us to sit round and talk about stories and the power of stories and what they can do. So, welcome to my hearth, the hearth of creative storytelling. Now, what are stories there for? Why do we tell stories? It's, it's a natural thing to do it, isn't it? Thinking about it, uh, tiny children, one of the things they want is for adults to tell them stories to help to explain the world to them from their point of view. You know, when you're a, a, a little child and you're asleep, going to sleep in bed and you say to your parent or responsible adult or whoever's looking after you, tell me a story, and they will willingly do so. And they're, it's an amazing process, isn't it? Telling a story to a child and seeing their wild-eyed amazement of what you're telling them. And, and in the end, you know, you have you have favourite stories that you tell. So the repetition of the story becomes very, very important and comforting and part of the cycle of life. So what can stories do? I suppose in its simplest form, they can be an explanation an explanation of all the ways that we live and all the things that happen in the world. Very simple, straightforward things. Um, who we are, where we live, uh, the origins of life, the, the patterns of nature. All those things can be told as stories. They can also... So we've got explanation. They can also be clarification you know, if someone wants to know something and they ask someone, so what does that actually mean? Can you can you clarify in some way? And telling a story is a great way of, of clarification. Hopefully, stories can also be an inspiration. You know, I know when I'm told something or shown something and someone explains it to me, it can inspire me. Uh, sometimes to 
try and paint the Mona Lisa. I've, I've never actually attempted to build the Empire State Building, but I'm sure if I watched a documentary about it, um, I would do it. I know I watched the fantastic documentaries about the building of the tunnels for the new tube station, the Elizabeth Line, and it was just extraordinary. And I kept thinking, oh, I'd quite like to do that. How amazing to only have a millimetre's grace to be able to build this huge tunnel and do things and all the machinery and everything like that. I've never built anything in my life, so the chances of me doing it are very slim. Um, also, stories can be a revelation. We can go very deep into what it is to be human, the spiritual nature of it. Revealing yourself to someone can also help you create rapport. They get to know who you are from the stories that you tell. Think of how many situations there are in life when you meet someone and they say, oh, what, what do you do? Or a parent saying, what did you do at school today? And in the way that you tell the story, you, you not only reveal the facts, but you reveal your feelings about the facts. So revelation can also be a way into understanding someone else's feeling. Now, there's also imagination. You can create a completely different world and take us to other dimensions. Now, one of the questions I want to ask is, why in the United Kingdom do we have such a richness of storytelling? It's very unusual, isn't it? Um, you know, we're a tiny island, um, and yet we've created amazing stories, and we have some of the best storytellers in the world, both now and throughout history. So why has that happened? Well, one of the reasons is that although we are a tiny island, we have continuously been invaded. So if we just think about the sort of process of that journey, let's go back to um, pagan times, the um, pre-Roman times. And all of those pagan storytellers would have been using stories of nature, stories of the seasons, stories of the climate. <laughs> we still talk about the weather all the time, don't we? Um, and then when the Romans invaded, they brought all sorts of stories with them that both, you know, from their own world, but also from the world of the Greeks. And the Greeks are, are very important to us. Also, those stories were of a very different place. I mean, the Roman stories came from the place of the Mediterranean, the place of the sea in the middle of the world. But they're stories of sunshine and water, uh, stories of long summers, as opposed to the pagan stories of darkness and winter. Very, very different stories. After the Romans come uh, the Angles and Saxons and Jutes. Oh my, for those of you who like a Wizard of Oz reference. Um, but those Germanic stories are very, very different because they're based around the idea of woods. You know, once upon a time, there was a child who walked into a wood. And it's interesting that psychologically... Anything can happen in a wood. 
but they're going to be places of surprise, places of mystery, places of magic, and, and very connected, if we think about it, to the pagan stories that came before the Romans. Then we get the Vikings coming in, and they're bringing with them all their lovely Norse legends, uh, all the stories of Thor and Ragnarok and mysterious heroes who live in Valhalla. Very different stories. And then the Normans arrive with their very classic stories. They're interesting, aren't they, the Normans? Because they're so called. Because originally they themselves were Vikings. They were the, the Norsemen who came to live in Normandy, the land of the Norse. But when they come over from France, they bring a kind of um, synthesised mixture between classical world and pagan world. And that's already happened in our first thousand years of uh, modern culture. So we're, we're already dealing with pagans, Romans, Angles and Saxons and Jutes, oh my, uh, and the Normans and the Vikings. Really interesting stories. And then as time progressed, all the different people that come to the islands through trade, through um, sanctuary, all the visitors to the islands bring stories from all over the world. And as we expanded into the world, I'm using the word expansion in every meaning of it. Um, it's not just expansion of trade, it's expansion of thought. We go to different places and we encounter their stories. We trade with people eventually as far away as China and we bring those stories to bear on our particular um, storytelling landscape, which is great. So all of those ideas means that we've got this richness of stories which can lead to um, a huge, uh, overwhelming cornucopia, there we are, that's a lovely word for today, uh, of stories. Now, what's the eventual intention of the podcast? What do I want us to be able to do? Well, I think it's also to inspire you to tell stories, to collect stories, to look at the whole process of storytelling, to think what can be done with stories and how we're going to make use of them. So thank you for watching this introductory uh, podcast and uh, see you next time.